This is Justine, a quiet soul with a lot of convictions. I am an apostolic young lady with friends who are not of the same faith. So come on this journey to find out how we are able to coexist in this chaotic world. I want to be tried by fire. You you take whatever you desire. Lord, hear my life. Welcome back to another episode of The Convictions. Today I have a special guest. Her name is Michaela Rose. She is my best friend. You guys met Dimitri, his niece. Hi, Michaela. How are you? Hi, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> All right, so. We were talking about convictions. Dimitri told us, well, he told me that she's been talking a lot about her convictions. I don't know if it's a newfound thing that you're thinking about right now, um, making your way back to church or making your way back to God, I should say, because I saw that facial expression you just did. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to start it off. Did you ever go to church when you were younger? Yes, for sure. So... My grandmother was slash is a pastor, so she had her own church, which was my grandfather's church before he passed. Um, so I grew up in there. It was, you know, interesting, you know, being the granddaughter, the first granddaughter of the pastor. It was definitely different, you know, goals put by other people onto for me sure. yeah for sure especially when i became a teenager yeah. and i wanted to get my nose pierced i wanted to color my hair and a lot of eyes a lot of whispers a lot of yeah how did you, how did you handle that though <laughs> i honestly don't even know like you know, sometimes it was just hard, you know, wanting to just hide in like a shell going in, especially I feel like when I was younger, my grandmother tried not to be so outward with it, especially when it came to like coloring my hair. She would always tell me she liked it and this and that. And then a guest pastor would come to our church and they pull me aside and be like, oh, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? I'm just like, oh, my grandma told me I was doing anything wrong. Like. So it was, sometimes the whispers was a little hard to deal with, especially as a kid. You know, I was like 13, 15. And okay. I was, so you're saying that you're regaining back relationship with God. From that point, when did you feel like you started to slip away from God? Um, I definitely feel like it started when I stopped going. Um... At one point, my mom and my grandmother weren't on the best of terms, and so we stopped going to church altogether. And I definitely feel like I kind of fell into that cycle of just, like, not caring. Like, I was still praying. I didn't forget about him, but I definitely wasn't as devoted as I used to be. Okay. Um, so I'm glad you mentioned... Um the relationship with church is how started distancing. How do you feel about the church now that you're gaining that relationship back with God? I love the church. I absolutely love the church. 
It's just the people sometimes, you know, we're made in his image, but we're not perfect like him. You know, we're not supposed to judge, but sometimes you can't help it. And that's what people do, unfortunately. And I definitely, because definitely trying to get back into it. I'm trying to find a church home, but sometimes it's just hard when you walk into a church and you believe it's come as you are. And now you have a whole bunch of eyes on you and you have people whispering and pointing and looking like, oh, she's got a tattoo there. Oh, she's pierced up. Oh, her hair is this way. So it's unfortunate, but a church family is always needed. You can't do it by yourself. I like that you said that. <laughs> and to back that up, Hebrews ten twenty five says, Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as a manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. I think the church is a good thing, and I think I really realize that because I'm one of those people that are called born on church bench. <laughs> like, I was born on church bench, so all I know is church. And I think the pandemic really, like, helped with that because we weren't going to church as often. And I felt as though that relationship with God and his people are like, it was like a distance. And it was, like, really hard to, like, still have that relationship with the people of God and the church and God in those times. So it was really, really crucial for us to really go to church. Yeah. All right, so what denomination are you? Do you know the denomination? Uh, yes, grew up Pentecostal. Pentecostal. Yeah. So I'm apostolic Pentecostal also, but I'm one of those, like, as you can see. <laughs> <laughs> so my ears are not pierced. Okay. Um, I don't wear pants. What else? Really? Okay. Sex before marriage is not a thing. <laughs> um music that we listen to and we're gonna be honest on this podcast so i did color my hair (laughs) (laughs) i did color my hair some years ago and honestly i'm kind of different from everyone else i don't do because oh you know how a girl will cut her hair or turn her hair red because of relationship or whatever she's going through i just do things (laughs) um some people call me hard-headed but um I did it just to do it, and no one noticed it until, like, I straightened my hair, and then someone noticed it and reported it. I got in trouble for it, because <sighs> I'm the type of person that I'm, like, always in something. Mm-hmm. I put up a meme on Instagram, like, how do I always find myself in these ministries? I'm, like, sliding down a slope, like, here. <laughs> but yes, I was in a ministry, and it was like, okay... You see yourself up there, my hair is this different color that it's not supposed to be. And it's sometimes, I guess, people don't know how to react to it or the right things to say because they're so old school and how they grew up. But I started to have that understanding what they were trying to say because a year ago, um, one of the little girls that like I like come up as my like sister, she said to me, she, you know, I saw that you colored your hair, so I wanted to color my hair like red and blue and all that stuff. So that started making me feel really bad because it's just like I was being that like influence for her. And that made me feel bad. Um, so do you ever feel bad about certain decisions that you made? Wow, that's really crazy because yes and no. Because for me... Like, you know, sometimes I do look at other Christians and I'll be like, wow, they don't have no tattoos. Like, they really stuck through it. They don't got no piercings. Their hair has never been colored. But then I think of it in another sense as well. Just like you said, you're 
you know, you were influencing that young girl. I believe that for me, I also want to influence people in my age range and also older to say that, yeah, you messed up. Yeah, you got that tattoo. Yeah, you did that. You did this. But it's not too late. You can still be a Christian no matter what people are saying about you, no matter what whispers is going on, no matter what backs are turned towards you. You can still believe in God because at the end of the day, the only person you really need that relationship with is God, is with Jesus. So, you know, like I said, unfortunately, people are going to judge, but you got to push past that. And I feel like I try not to hold too many regrets on that because I'm I look at myself as I can be an influence to others that, you know, it's not the end just because you made a mistake. Mm -hmm. So so that's how I look at it. So. People who start going back to church, even if they've been at church already, we call them new converts. I don't know if you ever heard new converts. And so there's several of them. There's one that I'm really close with, Sister Melissa. And she has tattoos, you know, she had children out of marriage. She's with the man now, so I'm happy for sick. (laughs) Um, So she has tattoos, and I feel as though in my, like, church environment of course there's always going to be a bad seed in the church especially when the church is like big mm-hmm. um there's always going to be someone saying something but i feel like in our network of new converts and especially our young people we take on people we don't judge them we wait for them to you know move on if it's something that we think they are dressed a certain way we wait for them to change make that change we don't put it on them so i think when you go to a church that you're trying to find a church i feel like you have to go with intentions of finding a group within that church that like empowers you and like keeps you going because I, I feel like when you talk down bad about someone it's harder for them to relate back to church because you know a church place is where we're like a body with you know togetherness and so if you're doing all of that stuff it's hard for someone to like realize that you know I can do this I could keep going okay. now with your new reading relationship with God what are some things that you're working on if you want to share um, that you're going through? Right now, I'm definitely working on devoting myself more. I feel like, you know, definitely in the time I haven't been going to church, that's definitely fallen off. Uh-huh. Um, definitely trying to not pray more because I haven't, my prayers haven't stopped, but like, get deeper into my prayers, like really have a different type of conversation than I've been having with him. Um, Definitely been trying to get back into like reading my daily bread, reading my Bible more often, trying to be every day, you know, just get some of that word, get some of that time, making that time, you know, instead of, oh, I'm busy. Oh, I've got work. I've got this. I'm going out. Like making that time, being purposeful in my time with him, you know, things of that nature. Um, I wanted to say this point I know it starts with us you know we're in the world obviously we see all these things that are going around it's a lot right but I feel like we have to remember like we're not of it Um, how are you being intentional of shining your light a different way showing that you're a changed person Wow, what a question. Um, honestly, I have to say that I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, I have to say it hasn't been easy for me 
just with the fact of I want to say the kind of person I am that I'm trying to kind of grow out of it. I'm definitely more of a shy, quiet person. And I've been trying to figure out how to put myself in a different space to be able to share Mm -hmm. with other people. Because I also feel like, you know, being in the world, you know, having especially social media. Yeah. I'm constantly seeing, I don't know if you've ever seen posts, you know, the people who always make everything about Jesus, the people yeah. who are shoving him in your face, shoving him down your throat. And it's like, you know, seeing that, it's like, I'm like, oh, I don't want to be that type of person. But it's like, mm-hmm. you still have to push past that again. You yeah. just have to be able to share it. And I feel like I've been trying to in like small ways. I'm always wearing my crosses. Literally just the other day, I ran to somebody on the bus and she's like, are you a Christian? And I'm like, yes, I am. Like, I'm glad that she was able to just, you know, see that. Yeah. And so she had her daily bread out. We had a little conversation. You know, the simple have a blessed day. Like, how are you feeling? I'm feeling blessed. Like, highly favored. Like, I woke up this morning, you know? Just, like, showing it in the small way. Showing it in your patience. Showing it in your kindness. Showing it just through your actions, too, sometimes. So Exactly. Yeah. Romans 12.2 says, um, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. Let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you see then you will learn to know god's will for you which is a good and perfect will so i think that you're doing the right thing you're starting to change little things and people are noticing that you're changing things and that's like really awesome yeah (laughs) is there any questions that you have for me so you grew up in church Mm -hmm. so how how have you stayed devoted (laughs) um so i find i think my number one way like i said about ministry being involved in the church so i'm always in something i can go down the list i'm on the choir do praise and worship team um i'm in the catalyst program where i do anger management with men on parole so we do that for them they when they come out they have to do a 10 weeks program for anger management so i'm involved in that I teach life skills, so I'm a social worker, so I teach a depression class for the Bible Institute. Um, I used to do children church. Um, I go to Sunday school when I can. Um, so just being involved, having these things, keeping your mind, so because I don't mind, you're always doing something that you're not supposed to be doing. So just keeping on top of what you need to be doing and just having faith in God. And definitely, I don't want to say and come across like I'm a perfect person because we all sin and we all do come short of his glory. And so when I went away for college, that was those four years was was really hard. It was really hard because you have all these friends that go to party and they're smoking and they're drinking and you're part of this lifestyle and you have to be intentional to stay in your room and study so it was definitely hard those times (laughs) i know man oh i feel like that's even a thing for me right now it's definitely the people i'm around the friends i have the the wanting to go out the wanting to drink the wanting to smoke and it's just like i have to i'm finding now in myself like Mm -hmm. It just don't feel right. It don't feel the same as it used to when I wasn't trying to devote myself. It's like, oh, this makes me feel bad. Like, yeah. not even just like I'm sick because I drink. No, it's just like I don't feel good. Yeah, Some inside me just yeah. don't don't feel right. It like, definitely doesn't. I know, like, 
I go out with like Dimitri and them when they when they're hanging out. I'm that type of friend. I'm gonna show up. Like I'm gonna show up for <laughs> congratulatory like dinners and stuff. But like I feel drained at the end of it. Like I really do. I can remember the memories. I'm happy, you know, from my friends, but I just feel really drained at the end of it. Um So, I wanted to invite you to my church. I guess I can end it like that. I want to invite you to my church. Um, it's one that's for with Apostolic Church. It's in Mount Vernon, so I'll give you the information. Mm, you can come on a drive if you like. For sure. Yeah. I would love to. Um, definitely a good, like, youth group. Be welcomed, definitely. They welcomed Dimitri. They like Dimitri. They want to come back. Are you going to come back, Dimitri? I hope he does. <laughs> All right, so I want to end with this verse, Matthew 9, verse 27. It says, how can blind men follow Jesus? They couldn't see him the same way we cannot physically see him now, and we follow him. Following starts with letting go of the other gods, the gods that are in the world, the music, the fashion trends, the social media followings. Then you will seek him and find him. He will work with you, with you, transforming you into a new being, someone who shines differently definitely is going to take hard work you're not going to be like the ones who are on the social media always pushing the bible on you you're going to find your own rhythm you're going to feel like oh my gosh i should be praying this many times but just starting small five minutes prayer just going to work is fine and i feel like you'll definitely grow into god and that's what it's all about Mm-hmm. So thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. As a reminder, this podcast is bi-weekly, so stay tuned for the next episode. Bye.